Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. It is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands, Thousands of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviour. Choose from a range including perfect health, wealth and success, beauty and confidence, fertility, weight loss, meet your soulmate, peaceful and present parent, happy kids and so much more. Easily download onto your phone or live stream when exercising, cooking dinner, in the bath or my personal favourite as you go to sleep as part of your daily mindset practice. Go to francescaamber.com to get yours. Hello and welcome to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. I am Francesca, your host with the most repetitive strain injury, to be honest with you. I have been making, like physically making, like I'm in a factory, um, manifestation boxes. Now, I did them last year and, or this year rather, but earlier in the year. And they're such a like laborious task that I can only really do them in batches. It's not something that I could keep in stock all the time. But I thought, you know, just before Christmas and the new year and everything else, it was a great time to do it. So if you've looked on my Instagram at all, that is literally what I've been doing is making boxes and um, time lapsing myself doing it for my stories because I get a lot of satisfaction out of that, if I'm honest. Thank you so, so much for everybody that sent me pictures of green and brown cars <laughs> and pink. Um, I think that is the most response I've ever had to an episode of my podcast 
ever. Um, I had so many people send me stories and tag me in their stories of them with mint green Fiat 500s. And so many of you said that as you were listening to the podcast, you literally would see the colour of the car that I was saying. And it's such a fun experiment to do because like I said, you're so detached from the outcome that quite often we let go of any blockages and anything that's kind of hindering us from from manifesting. And it's just such a fun thing to do. Um, Pam Grout, who wrote that book, E-Squared, she is definitely somebody that I want to find out a little bit more about. I actually just ordered two more of her books and they sound amazing. Like they're very, very specific and they're proper like challenge based. So I think that they are books that we're going to be doing in the book club in the future. Uh, one is called Thank and Grow Rich, which obviously is like a parody on the, the very famous book, Think and Grow Rich. Um, and it's all about gratitude. It's a 30 day gratitude process. Um, and then there's also another one that she does called A Course in Miracles, which has come very highly recommended. So yeah, Pam Grout seems pretty legit and I'm looking forward to reading more of her stuff. Anyway, today, let's talk about today. What are we talking about Today is about celebrating your wins. Now, this is something that has come up in several of the books that I've been reading recently in several different ways. And it's something that's really important when you are working towards your goals is not to just be focused on the end goal, but also to celebrate your small wins along the way. Now, the key to success in anything is not just focusing on the end goal, because sometimes if it's a really big goal, it can be kind of disheartening to either think that you're really, really far away from it and that you're putting in all this work and all this effort and you're not really getting anything back, um, at least in the immediate moment. Or if you're slightly unsure of where the finish line is, that too can be quite disheartening and quite demotivating. And so it's better to focus on the small yet significant steps that are going to get you there. So another lesson that keeps being drilled into me from every direction is that there are no big moves. We ain't making big moves out here. We are making small incremental steps every day. And it's those small incremental steps that are going to get us to where we want to be in whatever direction, whatever goal that is. So we can all agree that it is very important for us to acknowledge and celebrate small wins. Acknowledging small wins has actual neurochemical benefits in that it releases dopamine. And dopamine, don't we fucking love it? We will try and get a hit whenever we can. It is going to energize us. It renews our motivation. And that in turn makes us take action to do more of the thing that we are trying to do. So if we reward ourselves by acknowledging our win, our success, our accomplishment, it is going to give us the motivation to do more of it. The other aspect of it is that it's so important to have gratitude or appreciation for what it is that you have won or accomplished. Not just gratitude for the thing itself, but also for yourself, for fucking doing it. Spiritual queen Emma Mumford has a great quote about this. She says, when we celebrate our wins in life, we are showing the universe that we're grateful. When we allow ourselves to be fully present in the moment with no expectations, we allow ourselves to be a true manifestation magnet and connected to the universe. So if you ask the universe for something and the universe delivers it to you, but you never stop to appreciate what you've been given and stop to acknowledge it, appreciate it, celebrate it, share it with others, then why should you get more? 
Gratitude is absolutely everything. And also there is action in the law of attraction. So yes, feeling gratitude, but also showing gratitude, doing something physically to show your gratitude for whatever it is. Also remember, it's super important to be present in the now and present in the moment. So instead of always focusing on the future, being happy with what you have now, because all we really have is today. And so, yes, it's great to be always kind of looking ahead and having goals for three months, six months, one year. But there's kind of no point if you're never happy with it when it arrives. And so it's so important to celebrate where you are now, what you're achieving now and your goals that you are literally taking steps towards. Now, Jack Canfield, one of my all time favorite law of attraction teachers and authors, says in his book, what is his book called? The Power of Focus. He says that it's so important to celebrate weekly accomplishments and suggests keeping a success log. Now, this is something that I have kind of unwittingly done for the last couple of years. In the back of my diary, and yes, I am a bitch that keeps a paper diary. I cannot get on with an electronic one. I just can't. Call me old. I'm 36. I have a paper diary, okay? And I love it. And in the back of that diary, I have just a little list of things that have happened or things that I've accomplished in that year. So it might be I've traveled to a new place or it could be my podcast has reached number one in self-development or it could be I, I don't know, bought a fucking, I don't know what it might be. I can't even think of anything, but it'd just be a list. Some things are really small wins and accomplishments and others are really big ones. It could be, oh, Boa started school or whatever it might be. And what I love about that is at the end of the year, you can look back and be like, wow, this is all the amazing shit that happened this year. Because of course we forget, don't we? We forget things that happen and it's really easy to focus on the negative and not see all of the positive things that have happened. So when he talks about keeping a success log, it also reminded me of the fact that I do this for my business. I'm very, very good at celebrating my wins in my business. And I think that's one of the reasons why my business was very successful for me. So with my salon, Um, By the way, if you feel uncomfortable with this, there's a great book by a lady called, I'm sure she's called Meredith Feynman, and she has a book called Brag Better. And it's all about feeling comfortable bragging about your business and bragging, bragging about your successes and how it's actually really important to do. So with my salon, I had quite a few things happen that were things I worked really hard for, but were great for the business. Now, instead of just me knowing them and maybe just having them on my website, if you happen to look like maybe under a press page or whatever, I decided to really fully promote these aspects of my business and my salon and all of these wins and accomplishments several times. I mean, several times a month, really, not even just several times total. I would have it in the banner of my of my website. I would have it on my Instagram page. I'd have it in my bio. I would have it on my goddamn business cards. I mean, I literally even had it on my aftercare flyers because you have to tell people things multiple times for it to actually sink in. And the reason I did this was originally I made this post and I'm going to read it to you in a second. I made this post because I have been nominated for an award in the London Hair and Beauty Awards. And they said, tell us why you should win. And I was like, bitch, you don't need to tell me fucking twice. I will tell you why I should win. And then afterwards, I thought, 
why am I keeping this fantastic piece of information to myself? I need to share this with my clients. I need to share this with potential clients. I need to share this with the goddamn world. And so I decided to put this on my Instagram. I took it a step further. I actually got framed photos of all of my celebrity clients and put them up in our bathroom. (laughs) I mean, you've got to back yourself, right? So this is what I wrote about my salon. And I hope this gives you a little bit of an idea of like how you could do this with your business, how you could take all the aspects of your business that are worth bragging about and celebrating all of those wins collectively. Okay, so I put the N7 Collective is a woman-owned, woman-run business which focuses on providing specialised treatments in a sustainable way. We are run by 100% green energy and have cut our single-use plastic in half in the last year. We are best known for our spray tanning. We offer late night appointments up until 10.30pm and are child friendly. We aim to accommodate women who find it hard to attend other salons due to childcare or work. We are also LGBTQ plus friendly and get involved with our local pride celebrations each year. We also offer a range of tanning brands to suit all skin tones, including women of colour. I have been a celebrity spray tanner for over seven years now with clients such as Millie McIntosh, Vogue Williams, Ruth Langsford, Louisa Zisman, Kerry Katona, Faye Ripley, Monet Mazur, Grace Dent, Tom Pierce and many more. I've worked on TOWIE, Undercover Boss, tanned live on Loose Women and won contracts to tan for commercials on MTV. I've also worked for Mother and Baby magazine, Can Associates and tanned for campaigns with IMG models and Storm Model Management. I've had articles printed in Professional Beauty magazine and My London Wedding magazine. It's still going on. Sorry, guys. I've had the pleasure of working alongside some fabulous tanning brands as a celebrity spray tanner for Sienna, Coco Brown and Tan Organic. This year, I won my first contract to tan for a fitness competition, Gym Bodies. I'm working alongside ProTan for this and hope to expand this side of the business in 2020 as it's so different from my day-to-day work and is quite specialised. So that, I think you can agree, if you were like, oh, I'm going out Saturday night, I want to have a spray tan, I want to look my best. If you saw a salon that had all of that, would you not think there is literally no one more qualified to do my fucking spray tan? I know that I would, but actually, if you break it down, a lot of those are really, really small wins. And a lot of those as well are actually things that are just quite ordinary. So... (laughs) It's like um, we get involved with skin cancer awareness campaigns and stuff. We have spray tan appointments up until 10.30. You know, that is very unusual to be doing spray tanning until late at night. Being child friendly and trying to accommodate mothers. I mean, that's just something everyone should do. Being LGBTQ friendly. We're just very non-judgmental. We will accept anybody. You know, every single one of those celebrity clients, some of them you might be like, oh, that's not really like a massive win. But collectively, when you list those clients, it's incredible. The same with, you know, getting an article in Professional Beauty magazine on its own isn't that impressive. But when those things collectively are said, it sounds really impressive. So I would urge you in your business, in your life, in no matter what it is. We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week we talk about the curious things that people do. Fans say it's like hanging out with your funny friends. If you like lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and a hint of psychology, chances are we are discussing something relevant to you. Like relationships, dreams, phobias, weddings, work, cults, a hundred topics and counting. 
sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun, please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes. Make a note and log all of those small wins because that's the only way that I could put that together for my business was from logging every small win I had and then putting it together in a package to make it sound incredible and not just make it sound incredible. It is incredible. Those things were all achieved. I just wanted to mention quickly before we move on to the ways that you can celebrate, I just wanted to talk about how A lot of people, myself included, we go through life with a fucking daily to-do list, right? I have a to-do list every goddamn day of my life, except Saturday and Sunday. I refuse to do it then. And at the end of the day, it can be really easy to focus on what you haven't managed to do. I don't know about you. That's what I do. I'm always beating myself up thinking, oh, I could have achieved more today, particularly when I have the nanny come and I have a real fixed time frame where I am child free and I can work. I always feel like I'm beating myself up at the end of it thinking, oh, but I didn't do this and I didn't do that. Something I heard about years ago on my favorite murder podcast was the idea of a to-do list. So rather than a to-do list, it's a to-do list. And at the end of the day, you physically write out a list of everything that you've achieved that day. And you kind of celebrate everything that you've done rather than just commiserating over the things that you haven't managed to do. And I found that that has a massive difference to my uh, motivation levels and my, I guess, like my overall happiness and well-being levels. So anyway, now for the fun part. This is the ways that you should celebrate your wins. The first way is just to simply acknowledge the win that needs celebrating. Acknowledge it, acknowledge it, acknowledge it. And don't just keep it to yourself. If you're feeling brave, share it with friends, but also publicly if you are feeling super brave. I am not afraid to do this whatsoever. Some people, in fact, I'm sure there must be a lot of people that think I'm an utter knob, but I don't fucking care. If I reach the top 10 of podcasts that week or I've reached number three or number one, you better believe I'm going on Pinterest. I'm going to find a cute picture of a cake with a number three on it or a number one or whatever position in the chart that I'm in. And I'm going to post saying, guess what, bitches? This week I had 52,000 downloads and I'm number one in the UK for self-development or whatever. I celebrate those wins like it's my own goddamn birthday and I shan't apologize for it. People love to take the piss out of influencers who get those balloons for however many followers that they've got. And I mean, personally, it ain't for me, but good for them. If you're an influencer, that is a marker of achievement and that is something that you should celebrate. That is a win you should celebrate. And I am so close to... What am I so close to? Is it 60,000? I think I might be close to 60,000 on my Law of Attraction Change My Life Instagram. So if you're not following me already, please do me a solid and go and follow me at Law of Attraction Change My Life because I'm nearly at 60,000. And when I hit a big milestone in followers, my sister agrees to go to Frankie and Benny's with me. And to be honest, that's the best time a girl can have. Okay, number two is self-care or switching off. So a great way to celebrate a win, particularly with work or no matter what it is, is to just have a little bit of self-care, treat yourself and switch off. So if you've been working on a project and you're like, boom, I've pressed the send button, it's gone, it's finished, it's done, 
Do yourself a goddamn favour and don't carry on working. Close your laptop and let yourself off for the rest of the day. Go and have a daytime bath. Go and get daytime drunk. Do whatever it is you need to do. But the act of self-care and switching off to celebrate that win is so important. Number three is something that I have personally done the most of. And I don't know why, because I'm not a gift person. So have you ever read the book, uh, The Five Love Languages? It is one of my favourite books ever. And I am 100% not a gifty person. And I think that's why this way of celebrating has not been resonating with me. So over the past year, your girls had a lot to fucking celebrate, okay? No brag. I've had a lot to celebrate. I've achieved a lot of things and I have been very keen. I I guess from the books I've been reading and stuff, I've been very aware that I should be celebrating that fact. So buying yourself a gift, right? This is the celebration of choice for Fran for the last fucking year. And I don't know why, because it is not my love language. I don't like gifts. And it turns out I don't even really like gifts from myself. So I have been buying myself gifts when I have reached certain milestones or um, points or or whatever it might be in work. And one of my um, common ones is every time I get to the end of a month. So I've been doing my Patreon book club now for it's going to be almost a year. In December, it will be a year which is wild. And whenever I get to the end of the month, like some of those books have been so hard. Like one book had 22 chapters. So I was podcasting pretty much every day for a month, which is insane. And when I get to the end of the month, I was kind of doing this thing where I was like, I must buy myself something as a treat to like congratulate myself to celebrate. And I ended up kind of buying myself a few overpriced things that I actually don't love and I don't really use. And I've learned a very expensive lesson from that. Um, My most recent purchase as a well done and congratulations to yourself was for completing my extension. That was one of the goddamn hardest things I've ever done. Like it, it was just moving out of my home with three children for two months was very stressful. Um, The whole thing was just a lot more work than I thought it was going to be. It's the first time I've actually built, like I've done like refurbishments and stuff before and taken down internal walls, but I've never actually like built before. And my Lord, it takes time. And when I came back, I realised that my table no longer matched my floor. And so I was like, fuck, I've not spent all this money and all this time and all this effort to have a table that doesn't match my floor. So I decided to just go on a little bit of a furniture spree and I bought this beautiful table. I got some chairs and I bought a very expensive designer chair, which um, I don't have regrets over, but it is New Zealand sheepskin and I have three young children that have eternally sticky hands. I don't know how the fuck this is going to work out for me, okay? But I have been buying myself, not just little things, but I've been buying myself kind of like token items, like things that are more expensive than I normally would. And that is partially because of the money books that we've done about the incremental upgrades and stuff. It's all very conscious spending, right? It's not just, oh, I'm having a splurge and I want to buy this. It's all for like a reason. But it really doesn't resonate with me, I've realized, is buying myself something doesn't help me really celebrate what I've achieved. It just doesn't. It doesn't really bring me that much happiness. But for you, it might do. So think of your, like, what can you do to celebrate? What would you like to buy yourself? So many people out there, their love language is gifts. So treat yourself to a gift. 
So the next way you can celebrate is kind of a funny one. And if you are into sports, you will be totally down for this. And that is to develop a power move or a mantra. So you will see so many footballers or just sports people in general that when they win or when they score or when they get a try, a goal, whatever it might fucking be, a wicket. I don't know what that is. I'm not going to pretend to know. They have like a goal celebration or they have like some sort of power move and some of them have become very um what's the word like they're known by it one that's just come into my mind was the Mo Farah thing like the the Mbot or whatever it was like that was his power move now there is a lot of science behind this and there's a lot of um stuff to back up that this is a really powerful thing to do and it will actually help enhance your performance and it will get you more and more results now Something when I was looking this up, it was saying a power move, which I'd feel a little bit crazy doing, but a mantra. So I get sales come through on my phone. So I get a notification every time I get a sale on my online store, like my podcast store. I don't really get a notification every time I get a new patron. Like I wish I did. I wish I could have a little ding or something. But every time I get one, I want to have like a little mantra like, Thank you for the abundance coming to me. Thank you, universe. Or something like that. And that is something I'm going to work on this week. But I want to have a little power move or a little fucking mantra every time I get a sale. So that's something I've got to look forward to. Um, and finally, the one that is really resonating with me most is involving others and making it an event. Now, the reason that I decided to do this topic this week is because your bitch is celebrating this week. Well, not this week, in a couple of weeks. I'm celebrating. And let me tell you why. So when I got divorced and I moved back to London, I had a divorce party. Now, people have very mixed opinions about divorce parties. I remember watching a TV show once about a party planner and she's like, I will not do a divorce party. It is not something to be celebrated. I fucking disagree. Now, don't get it twisted. I get on with my ex-husband very well now and his new partner. We have a great relationship now, which in itself is something to be celebrated because if it had always been easy it wouldn't really be anything. It wouldn't be that big a deal, but it has not been an easy road to get to this stage. And we are now in a very good place. And I'm very, very proud of that. And I'm very, very thankful for that. And so let me tell you, this divorce party was not a bitter, man-hating, slagging off my ex-husband night. Nobody cried. I don't think I cried. No, did I cry? No, I didn't. We did burn some shit on my roof, but I didn't cry. My friend Emma made a spell. It was a good spell, not a bad one. It was like to bring love into our lives. Anyway, we had a divorce party and it was very last minute. I literally just sent a little message out to my friends like a couple of nights before. And I was like, I know this is really last minute. I don't know who can make it. But I basically sent that message out to anybody who had supported me during that divorce process. And the sad reality was there were some quite close friends that I didn't invite. Some of my oldest friends I did not invite because they had not been there for me during that divorce process. And it was just a chance to meet up with friends and celebrate what had been a very long, arduous and stressful project, I guess. Like getting divorced is a fucking project. Like I'm still not at the end of it, really. I still haven't changed my name. Like, do you know how hard it is to actually change your name back and change all the other shit that goes with it? Like it's a it's a fucking mission. But anyway, and do you know what? People loved the idea of it. They were like, yes, we can't wait. We'd love to come. And I tell you what, it was hands down one of the best nights I've had in my life. Like I was 
probably more drunk than I've ever been in my life. But it was so much fun and it really closed a door and gave me closure on that part of my life. Now, that was quite a stressful year, getting all of that shit in place and getting it done and managing to move out and and move on from the relationship and be like independent living on my own again. And that was really something to celebrate. And it really, really helped me to do that. Now, the reason I've been thinking about this recently is because I've decided to do it again, not have another divorce party. That'd be weird. But I am having a party to celebrate surviving a year with twins. Now, I had the idea for this a couple of weeks ago and I kind of thought, oh, well, people think I'm a dick for like having a party to celebrate surviving. And I sent out the invitation. It was actually a hilarious invitation. I might post it on my Instagram story so you can see it there. I'm at Francesca Amber. And literally the response I got was everyone was like 100% well-deserved, can't wait, going to be there. And again, I invited people that have been on this journey with me for the last year. And that isn't everybody that's closest to me. It is people that have been there for me. I've invited the friends I've made at baby groups. I've invited my twin mum friend that in the bloody middle of the winter lockdown, we would just walk our twin prams around the village, the same bloody drizzly, horrible, freezing cold walk because that's all we had to do. Like it was fucking grim. And we always said, do you know what? We're going to come out the other side one day. Like one day we are going to be sitting, having lunch somewhere and our twins are going to be playing with each other and we will have come out the other side. Now, what was the point of having all that hard time? And and this, there were fucking hard times, let me tell you. If you can't then celebrate when it comes good, right? Like you have to, surely you have to. I'm inviting friends who wordlessly pick up a twin when they can see I can only pick up one and the other one might be upset. I have so many friends that just do that. They just pick up one of my babies like it's their own. And I'm so, so thankful to them for doing that and for never making me feel a certain way about it. And that is something quite common with twin mums I've now seen. Like I have a few twin mum friends and you just got to do it. If you if they're do, dealing with one baby and you see the other ones crying and wanting attention, do your twin mum friend a solid and go and pick up that baby and give it a cuddle because that's all they need. And they would never ask, they'd never say it, but it is such a big help. And so, yeah, I'll be honest with you. This last year has been one of the best years of my life and one of the most productive and so many things have changed and improved in my life, but I would be lying if I said it was not hard. And if you are on my Patreon, you will remember my podcasts back in the very early days of newborn stage where I would just probably cry every single time I, I recorded. And shit was real. And I was talking about it at baby group today. We were talking about the kind of trauma of like all of us that had to go and either give birth alone or after having a cesarean just be left on your own with babies and being immobile and not being allowed to have guests in the hospital or visitors or whatever and I just said to them like I was really honest and I was like you know what I still don't think that I've got over all of the stuff that happened which I never understood this before because with Bohemia, I had such a great experience. I had such a great birth. I had such a great babyhood with her. Everything was fantastic. This time I was dealing with a UK fucking lockdown during the winter. My child couldn't go to school. I had the most awful recovery. I had mastitis 300 million times. And most of all, I had two goddamn babies, not one, I had two. And 
the problem with that is, is that you don't get to parent the way that you want. If you have two babies at once or three or four, whatever, more than one, you don't get to parent the way that you want to. Because when you have one baby, you can just dedicate your time and your energy and everything to them. If they cry, you can pick them up. If you have two babies, you can't do that. And that is something that for some people, it may not bother them, but I am an attachment parent. And that for me, that has been traumatic for me. That has been actually traumatic for me and my soul. And it's something that if I'm honest, I still haven't really come to terms with. It's easier to deal with because they are now at an age where that is no longer really relevant. It's a lot different, but it is something that has been very hard for me. And for me to get closure, I realized that I have to do a number of things. Number one, I'm going to celebrate making it to a year because my God, is life easier now? Oh my God, I've made it. I've goddamn made it. They play with each other now and it is just the most delightful thing and it is to be celebrated. But also, I think I want to write a book, you know. So one of the authors we've been reading a lot of her stuff is Denise Stuffield Thomas and she says everyone has an ebook in them. Everyone has an expertise or a, a really specific area of knowledge that other people will want to hear about. And I really think I want to write an ebook about attachment parenting twins or multiple babies because there is nothing out there about it whatsoever like nothing and I really think there needs to be and I think it's my calling and I think it would give me closure and help me process the whole thing as well anyway sorry I'm just rambling on now about attachment parenting and twin babies and stuff but anyway I am having a party. I'm having it not the week of the girl's birthday because I want that just to be dedicated completely to them and the celebration of them and their life. But then afterwards, mama's going to have a party and she's celebrating with her friends, all of the people that are closest to me on this journey. And we are just going to have a great time and just really close the door on that chapter and say that was really tough. That was a struggle, but it's over now. And moving forward, you know, this is how it's going to be. And I'm really putting a marker of time of this is the day that I stop being in the struggle and being like, oh my God, this is hard. And actually just being like, I can start to get my nails done again. I might get my hair done again because God knows I need it. Like, I just want to start being a little bit more out in the real world again. And I'm excited about it. I hope you're excited for me too. So anyway, that's it. I really would urge you to celebrate your wins, celebrate your accomplishments, do something with other people, make it an event. People want to celebrate your wins too. This is something I've learned is people want to celebrate your wins. They won't think you're a dick. They'll be there and excited and just wanting to get drunk on rosé wine. Let's be honest. So find something to celebrate and make sure you do it. It might be a big thing. It might be a little thing, but find a way that resonates with you out of that whole list I read you. It might be buying yourself a gift. A little token item might be something that really resonates with you. It might be hosting a little dinner party, might be something else. I don't know, but make sure you do it because it is going to get you closer to your goals. It's going to give you more motivation. It's going to give you a reason to carry on and it shows the universe. I am thankful for what you have given me already. Anyway, I'm going to finish with an amazing quote. I am making a commitment to just celebrate more. I want to celebrate life more. I really want to just find reasons to celebrate. My mum said that Bo's birthday party was a little bit OTT, but I'm like, you know what? 
The love of my life is five years old and we are going to celebrate with a real life unicorn, okay? Um, I still go out every single birthday. And again, I'm suddenly thinking, do my friends think I'm a dick? Because none of my other friends really do. But I refuse to stop celebrating my birthday. I deserve to celebrate another trip around the sun. And we always have a great time. So if you don't make a habit of going out and celebrating your birthday, start doing it. Ask your friends out. They'll probably fucking love it. And I'm going to leave you with this incredible quote from Oprah. And she says, the more you praise and celebrate your life, the more there is in life to celebrate. So go out, bitches, and celebrate your lives. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, please do leave me a review, rate it, subscribe, all that jazz. It really helps me. If you're not following me on social media already, I'm on Instagram at Law of Attraction Change My Life or at Francesca Amber. Um, what did I say earlier I was going to put on my stories for you to say? Mm, oh, my invitation that I thought was hilarious. Yeah, I'll put that on there. <laughs> It probably isn't that hilarious, but I had fun making it. Um, And I will see you next time. The law of attraction has changed my life. It's going to change yours too, bitch. Bye. What up, bitches? It's no secret that reading has changed my goddamn life. I think it's incredible that people put their entire life's work, their teachings into a book that often costs less than £10. It's incredible to me. And I am so thankful to all of the authors that have helped me on my self-development journey. And, you know, I have the UK's biggest self-development book club. There's over 3,000 of us reading along each month. But maybe you're thinking, Fran, I ain't got time to read. Who do you think I am? Barbara Cartland? No, you are busy. You are girl bossing it. You are living your goddamn life. And I get that. I see that. I hear it and I value it. And that's where Audible can come in. If you find yourself only with the time to be able to listen to something, but to not sit and physically hold a book, maybe you have a physical job like um, cleaning or whatever, where you are using your hands or maybe you're a crafter. And you want to be able to just listen to something and to learn on the go. Or maybe you're driving a lot and you're able to listen to a book, but you know, it's illegal to read a book and drive, bitches. Don't try it. Then Audible may be for you. I have a 30 day free trial that you can have a little go at and see if it's for you. You can download millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, this is Kristen. And this is Jen from My Mom So Hard. And we're here to talk about By Heart. Do you remember when you were nursing and you were like, I want to give the best thing I can to my baby? Well, we've got that for you. It's called By Heart. And it is a infant nutrition company built from the ground up to deliver real innovation on behalf of babies and parents. Curious about By Heart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com slash podcast with code MOMS20 for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. Tell them my mom so hard sent you. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast. And I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher because hydration is mandatory 
but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. 